Welcome to Songs and Stories, the not-for-musicians-only music podcast. Well, alrighty then. Hey there, everyone, and welcome once again to Songs and Stories episode after a unplanned kind of involuntary hiatus, episode number 112. I'm Michael Gaither, and um, thank you for downloading, tuning in, streaming, however you found me. Um, it's, I'm very glad to be back. Did you miss me? I missed you. Um, I've been really busy. In fact, I realized I hadn't posted a podcast in almost two months, which is kind of unheard of in the annals of Songs and Stories history. I've been doing this this show for about four, over four and a half years now, and I've never gone that long. But I've been playing a lot since I posted the last episode, which was an interview with Band of Heathens, who played recently up at the American River Music Festival. Um, that was in early August, and I've just been out playing really a lot. I mean, I've been very, very busy, and I'm very grateful for that. I also, uh, let's, how can I put this? Um, I know that um, I'm on a Macintosh computer, and we all know that Macs never have any problems whatsoever, right? Well, it hypothetically, if a Mac was going to have a problem, it would have been mine. <laughs> so, um, but um, hypothetically, I've been able to resolve those hypothetical problems. And if you're listening to this, obviously, it's fixed now. So uh, everything's fine, and I'm back. And I'm, I've got a bunch of these uh, interviews kind of queued up, and i got a bunch more coming, and we'll get right back on track with this one today, which is a talk with a very talented, uh, really two-fifths of a band that I saw up at the Redwood Mountain Fair. In Felton, where I actually I played as well in our band earlier this year, earlier this summer, uh, the Coffis brothers, Jamie and Kellen Coffis, who are natives to Ben Lomond, California. Um, Jamie's a great piano player, and his brother plays guitar there. And they've got that really nice kind of harmony sibling thing going, and they've got great voices, great songs. They've just finished their first record, The Coffis Brothers and the Mountain Men. And hearing them, I, was, I thought they'd been, well, they've always been playing their whole life together because they're brothers. But I was surprised you really haven't been writing and playing as a band that long. So I thought it'd be very interesting to kind of hear really how they're basically just kind of starting out getting gigs. And um, seeing them as a band, as a unit on stage, I really thought they'd been playing together as a group for a long, long time. They're very good. Um, in fact, if you want to see them, and you're going to be around on the weekend of October 20... Let me casually look over to my calendar. October 22nd, um, I'll be up at Sco Winery, the recently rebooted Sco Winery. That's spelled S-K-O-V, the V silent. Uh, Sco Winery in Scotts Valley. It's part of their annual sort of Harvest Celebration Festival, which I get to help put on every year. So it'll be me and our band, uh, the Coffis Brothers. I think they're going to be a trio, along with Rob Hastings and the Babby R. Scott Band on Saturday, October 22nd. And I'm actually having the Coffis Brothers kind of headline and close it so I can do our band set and then just kick back and listen to them. So it's going to be a lot of fun. That's on my website at michaelgaither.com slash shows. You can find out about that. But for now, let's find out about the Coffis Brothers. Again, they're local. They live on the opposite side of the county for me up in Ben Lomond. Uh, they're very, very talented. And um, we had a we, we, we kind of shared some horror stories. We pulled, played this festival up in Felton, which is put on by some wonderful people. But 
Last year, it was really hot. This year, it rained really hard. And, and God bless the sound crew because they, they pulled everything inside and got it all working. And we, we had fun playing. Before that, I want to remind you that if you're new to songs and stories, you can find out about the Coffus Brothers and where they're playing and a little bit more about me, if you so desire, at michaelgather.com. It's M-I-C-H-A-E-L-G-A-I-T-H-E-R.com. And if you look on that website, you'll see a little entry for Songs and Stories, episode 112, and you can find out... Find some links to go to the Coffus Brothers. You can find out about their CD and where to get that. Where else they're playing besides Skull Winery on October 22nd. And I'll name drop a couple of things, too. Um, they they gave some, some props to Steve Palazzo, who's a wonderful local guitar player and a great teacher. So I'm going to put a link to his information up there as well. And they also uh, had some nice things to say about Gadget Box Studios in Santa Cruz. And if you go to gadgetbox.net... You can find out about their recording capabilities and what they offer, and I'll put a link to them as well in the the notes for this episode. To get started, though, let's hear a couple of things off that record that was produced at Gadget Box Studios. Again, the record is called The Coffus Brothers and the Mountain Men. Let's hear a little bit of Down on You, which really gives you an idea of what a great piano player Jamie is. And then we'll hear a bit of Shape I'm In off the record, the opening track. We'll talk to Jamie and Kellen. And then at the end of this, we'll have uh, Kellen and Jamie play something live around my kitchen table. So here we go. Here's Jamie and Kellen Coffus, better known as the Coffus Brothers. You think that you're so impressive. You think that you're so special, baby. You tend to be so aggressive. I've been low. 
So nice set on Saturday. Thank you very much. It, you guys played out of the rain. We stood in the rain and watched. And it yeah. was an interesting festival. Yeah, it definitely was. Waking up that morning and uh, yeah, when it started pouring, I was I knew it was going to be a pretty interesting day. But it, whatever. It, it was a good set. I know mean, it was funny because the weekend before we were up at Strawberry the weekend before and. It hailed and snowed. It snowed, yeah. just like, and then we get back and we come to this, and <laughs> I know, huh? you know, and two days later, now we get spring. Okay, great. Yeah, but, yeah it's perfect right now. Yeah, but that—I I felt bad for the sound guys. I mean, they—they they just did the best they could. I mean, rain's one thing when the wind's blowing yeah. on stage. You just oh, got yeah. like twelve on. I was just doing it on the fly like that too. It's, it's not not ideal, but no. Yeah, it was all hard. Getting loading our equipment was hard. We had yeah, because you had a, you had the whole band. Yeah, we had to take it. And it was raining loaded. the whole time, wasn't yeah, it? Was, yeah, it was raining. Whatever, that's that's the valley. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. We're used to it. Well, so not raining in June, though. No. That's well, I was true. telling Jamie, you're just like, last year we, I, my band played, our band played, and it was about 95 degrees. It was just, it was almost too hot to play. And this yeah. year was like, oh. <laughs> yeah, I would have preferred that. <laughs> yeah, I'll take, I'll take sun over the rain anytime, yeah. especially when you're playing. Mm -hmm. But... So how long have you guys been around playing, as the as the the Coffus brothers? It's uh, I think it's pretty much a year exactly now. Yeah. We uh, we started first just gigging in um at Margaritaville, mm -hmm. like last February maybe yeah. or I don't know last winter, and then our first gig at Don Quixote's was in May of last year. Okay. And then we played there four more times that year. Yeah. And three, we, three more times. And we kind of brought the band in like a little bit by little, like the first show they played. You know, we brought them up for just like part of a set, mm -hmm. and then we just kind of have built it up since then, just adding adding to the repertoire mm -hmm. slowly. More more sounds you wanted to play with. Yeah, yeah. Mm. yeah. Yes. Teach them the songs and whatnot, writing more. I'm gonna assume you guys have been playing together your whole lives, probably. Uh, yeah, but so, uh, we kind of didn't really start writing songs until for about the last three years or something. Yeah, I think he started before me. And mm -hmm. We. Uh, I mean, I, I've, I've been playing guitar forever, and he's been playing piano forever, but yeah. we didn't really start, uh, we were always playing different stuff. He, his teacher kind of taught him, I mean, you were more like jazz and mm -hmm. whatever, mm -hmm. I, I don't know. Um, but we didn't actually start combining it until like, probably three or four years ago. Yeah. It's kind of fun. And what's your background? Uh, I took lessons from Steve Palazzo. Oh, okay. Um, so, I mean, he kind of teaches you whatever, but you know, right. a lot of bluegrass stuff, and uh, I mean, just folk and rock, mm -hmm. so I've always... Always been playing in uh, a good, well-rounded Steve Palazzo education. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. He'll he'll get you anything you want, really. So yeah. I've been singing and playing for that type of stuff pretty much. Since so it's a good combination because you got the jazz influence, mm -hmm. and it's a yeah. But I mean, really, we've always kind of just liked the same music. Yeah, uh, my cool. teacher ended up being a more jazz guy, and kind of I kind of gave up piano for a while just because you know doing the whole lessons thing every week and I just kind of got too cool for it I guess mm -hmm. and uh, <laughs> until I started playing the stuff that I really liked that's when I really when it really kind of took off and started writing and stuff yeah it seems like the, when I talk to people that are teaching it seems like the ones that are the best teachers always tell students bring something you like bring a song you want to learn yeah and then go from there that's the best way yeah because yeah. then it, it doesn't I mean once you sound good that's really when you want to start Playing, you know, right. I mean, you don't sound good until you play stuff that you like. Right, right yeah. pretty much. I remember back in grammar school a billion years ago when I had band and clarinet. I was like, I don't want to learn old King Wince. Yeah, yeah. I, wanna I don't want to spend a month learning for a lease right now. <laughs> right, right. This, yeah. This, back then, it's this group called Kiss. That no, no, just play yeah, this. You know, I mean, yeah. So, yeah. It pays off though once you can. Yeah. You can play that stuff, but yeah, once you start playing stuff you really like, that's yeah. Mm -hmm. 
That's what it's like. You got to get the fundamentals first, I yes. guess. Learn the tools, yeah. you know. And they, well, I have a lot of friends with kids, and they always say, I wanna, they want to learn p- guitar, but should they start with guitar or piano? I always say, if you can get them to play piano for a couple of years mm-hmm. to learn music, mm-hmm. then you can exactly. go off and... Or you're a guitar player like me, where you learn guitar and you learn chords, and you, then you're constantly backfilling all the theory you never learned. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's a melody line. Like, oh, oh, that's yeah. why that happens. Yeah, yeah that's, uh, that's, that's why there's a sharp in that, in that key. Okay, I get it. So, yeah. Yeah. It does help either way you do it. So these songs are all fairly new then, because you're all kind of, you're kind of new to and the whole songwriting process is less than five mm-hmm. years old. Yeah, the oldest song on there is what three years old or something. Wow. Yeah, probably yeah, probably three, maybe pushing four, maybe. Yeah, for yeah. a band that's about a year old, you guys sounded just freaking awesome on Saturday. Oh, thanks. Yeah, yeah. we were we're pretty lucky to have some. Our friends are really good musicians. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and they're yeah, they're all just our friends that we went to high school with, and they just like music too. So yeah. Um, yeah, Kyle, I've been playing with him, the guitar player, for pretty much since he started playing, probably like freshman year of high school. And we, mm-hmm. you know, on weekends we'd go over and just bring guitars and just that was how we yeah. had fun. But uh, and then Henry Mason just kind of we've been playing with him for about a year now. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it's, we're pretty lucky to have that. And so just playing locally, I mean, we've done a few things at Don Quixote. She played at OT Prices recently, and uh, yeah, we we did the. Club Fox in Redwood City. That was that was probably about the farthest from home we've done. No, we did. We played in uh, San Luis Obispo uh, in that. January. We went, we've gone to the East Bay once. Mm-hmm. Yeah, did, yeah, so we've kept it pretty, pretty Northern California-ish. Yeah, yeah. We were, I, I went up to a school in Notre Dame mm-hmm. in Belmont, so I tried to get some gigs up there. So we played in the Castro Valley one time, and we uh, the Club Fox one was pretty cool. We got some uh, nice friends from there. That's a really cool venue too, but. Yeah, we're just starting to explore a little bit. Yeah, uh, mostly Santa Cruz. So. Yeah, pretty much. Our draw is is in Felton for this <laughs> point. <laughs> That's where our core audience yeah, is. Yeah, it really yeah, is. Huge draw in Ben Lomond and Brookdale. But, yeah, yeah. Once again, that whole club scene in Brookdale is just yeah. you know, <laughs> screaming. You know? Yeah, <laughs> we're playing great plays in July, so we're we're making it out of out of Felton finally. And we played Mo's, so but mm-hmm. we're we're kind of we're you know slowly. Dispersing that. Well, it's funny because we're we're bird sitting if you haven't noticed. Yeah. So, um, it's it's I think a big challenge is figuring out you know where are the venues to play. How who do you contact? Do you work there? I think you got because because you're a big fun. I mean, you have original songs, but you've also got a really big band. So I think you're probably working a lot more places than like a a solo kind of folky story yeah. songwriter. Yeah. You know. Well, we can we do kind of both things. You can probably pare it down a lot. Yeah, we too. do a lot of uh, just like duo trio stuff mm-hmm. too. Um, and that's that's fun too. It, it's it's nice to be versatile that way. Yeah, so. it gives you more options. Yeah, yeah for sure. It's, it's it's pretty convenient to go from two to five. Yeah, so you to. could play like a small restaurant if you had that kind of pain. Yeah, or you yeah, could we, play like a big stage at a festival, like right. yourself, yeah. rain or shine. Yeah, yeah, we'll do any of those. <laughs> whatever. Yeah, you seriously, want. we'll we pretty much do whatever yeah. if we can. Yeah, if someone wants us to. So music wise, what are some influences on you? Uh, we're big uh, Tom Petty guys. Nice. I think yeah. that was the guy that really got us into writing. Yeah, Our first songs were all sounding a lot like Tom Petty yeah. songs. I still say Tom Petty's like one of the most underrated oh, songwriters. Totally. Yeah, it seems like People it. think oh. he's like, he's an old rocker, he's Tom Petty. It's like, he writes great. He I hasn't mean, stopped writing great songs, too. It's no. And there's yeah. so many good ones, yeah. And just all throughout his career, too, from just, you know. When he tries different stuff, too. Yeah. 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 So yeah. that was a big main guy. That was probably number one. Mm-hmm. Uh, early on, before we were writing, you know, the Beatles kind of got into our, our blood, so to speak, just mm-hmm. probably with everyone in our genre. That's 
pretty standard. Yeah. yeah. Um, more recently, I've really we've both actually really gotten into uh, Jackie Green. Has been a huge, nice, huge help. Yeah. I, don't, I don't know what do you another keyboard player. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah uh, I don't know. I mean, pretty much all those. Growing up, like just listening to Paul Simon, he's been big. I mm-hmm. guess all those guys. Uh, um, kind of the stuff you uh, you would hear on a classic radio station, but Neil Young was a big not, one. Yeah, mostly the folk. This guys. I feel like we could went. I mean, this is probably most more like a Tom Petty record. I would mm-hmm. think, mm-hmm. Uh, but there are some songs that that Tom Petty wouldn't write or something. Not that he would write any of these songs, <laughs> yeah. uh, but uh, yeah, they, I don't know. We're, we we listen to a lot of music. Yeah. You know, I for a while I only listened to pretty much just old music, and mm-hmm. um, and I still do listen to. But Jamie's getting it's gotten me into a lot of new music, and we we try to we just listen to whatever. Um, we try to find new music all the time, right? And just you know, Ben Queller, uh, yeah, Delta Spirit. Um, there's there's a lot of good music out there if you really if you look for it. Sometimes yeah. it's not always easy to find but. it's hard to keep up i found too because oh, totally. i think i don't know if you guys experience this too with me working on my own stuff and then and then doing my own music thing and juggling the day job it's like to to look for new stuff it's mm. it's hard you know, there's so much out there too it's just yeah. like almost you know it's just like oversaturated at a yeah. certain point but yeah because I, i'd heard the name jackie green for mm-hmm. years and i just never bothered to you know look him up and then we saw him randomly at hardly strictly oh yeah, uh, yeah back in october and ever since then i've just been obsessed pretty much so uh yeah it is it's definitely hard to find yeah well, a lot of it just happens by chance too you just yeah. hear something you're like oh yeah. what's that yeah you hear on a tv out. commercial or something like that yeah and, that's why i love um so that Pan- pandora radio yeah you put it as an artist and they'll play related stuff i've never heard of right yeah and you go ch- it is Check really nice out. being having everything so accessible. So if you hear an artist, you just Google them, and YouTube's gonna pop up, and mm-hmm. whatever you know. It's it's really nice to be able to just instantly find you know twenty songs of some artist that you just yeah. heard on the radio or yeah. something. I always dig when you suddenly quote unquote discover a new artist that has like five, six, seven, yeah. eight, nine <laughs> yeah. CDs. Exactly. And it's yeah. this whole backlog of material exactly. to kind of like start pouring through well that yeah. kind of happened to me with Tom Petty even I, I, I discovered a lot of artists by downloading music I probably yeah. shouldn't admit that but uh, um, just like I, I mean I knew Tom Petty forever but I didn't really know his music and then yeah. I just heard some of the stuff on the radio when I was probably freshman in high school and just you discover they had I'm like oh yeah this guy is really good <laughs> yeah get all their music and stuff but yeah. Go back to if you get a chance. Go back to his second record that nobody plays anything from. There's some great get, songs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're gonna get it. Or pick up his box set because there's a bunch of obscure stuff on there. Uh, we know it all. <laughs> you do. Yeah, we are Tom do you play any Mudcrutch? Uh, we do. do. We have played Mudcrutch. We saw them at the Civic. We were there too. Yeah, we were there too. Yeah, that was a great show. We're gonna. Yeah, we're. I mean, we're so into Tom Petty that we do. We cover. Songs that Tom Petty covers. Yeah. So we're actually going to throw... We've been working on one that... Uh, we've been working on one for next week at our June 17th uh, album release party. But yeah, we, we're we pretty... Doing, we're doing Honey Bee. Oh, nice. Wildflowers. Yeah. Was that a cover scene? No, no, no but... Uh, we're also doing um, a Rainy Day Women's, a Bob Dylan song. Yeah, yeah. He did that at the Mike You know, this is kind of a neat angle because everybody's doing cover bands. You could be like the cover... The Tom Petty yeah. cover <laughs> cover, cover band. Cover band, right. You know. Yeah. Uh, I, I we yeah there are those there's a lot of cover bands we we're just at you a, could do Lover the Bio you could do yeah, what's the bird song, song he did yeah, you could yeah. do <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah this is funny yeah we cover cover songs the Tom Petty cover cover band yeah. Yeah. whatever anyway, well, <laughs> anyway good stuff 
If he picks it, it's probably going to sound good. Mm-hmm. I think so. Yeah, he has good. That mud crutch show was amazing. We got there so early fun. too. Yeah, I, I was I was playing in. Um, you guys haven't checked it out. East Village Coffee Lounge in Monterey mm-hmm. is a pretty kind of cool. I've heard of that place. It's a pull, yeah. cool little place to play. You kind of play. They have this narrow back room, so the front of it. I'm pointing on the podcast if you're looking. Um, the front room they have um, like the coffee and the espresso machines. Yeah. But you go through this hallway in the back. There's a long lounge, and you play back there to like a smaller crowd. But then they have a video camera that shows it on a screen in the front. Ah. So it's kind of yeah, cool. That's neat. But I was playing there, and somebody who knew me from a couple of shows there said, are you going to see Mud Crutch next week? And I, I knew that was Tom Petty's old band before he was the Heartbreakers. And I, I saw it listed there. I thought, well, someone's just using the name, right? And they said, yeah. no, Tom Petty got Mud Crutch back. To, I'm like, oh, my God, I got tickets, and we went. Yeah, it was yeah. like, that was the coolest thing. Yeah. And, f- and for my wife and I, who are a lot older than you, it was like a throwback to our like high school because that's when Tom Petty came through. He played yeah. the Civic. You know, now he yeah. said he, he loved. I, I have an old bootleg of him with the Heartbreakers playing the Civic, but yeah. he said he. I read an interview with him saying he just loved that Santa Cruz show with Mud Crutch and wow. on his newest Heartbreakers album, he mentioned Santa Cruz a couple of times in one of the songs. Really? And, yeah. Wow. I got to pick that out. out. Yeah, and uh, he said it was kind of inspired because of that show. He really loved the crowd and. Everything about it, so that was pretty cool. Well, it was funny with all the all the smoke hanging in the air. Yeah. This is like a throwback to high yeah. school. This yeah. is cool. Yeah, that was fun. Yeah, let's talk about your record. Sure. So you recorded locally at Gadget, Gadget Box, Box Studios on the west side of Santa Cruz. And did you kind of run things yourself? Did you bring in a producer? What was the process? Our main man Andy Zensek was uh, the owner of the studio, uh-huh. and he uh, kind of acted as producer, and. Um, uh, some you know varied from song to song, but some needed a lot more work than others, mm-hmm. just as far as just arranging and making it sound like something you can actually record. So mm-hmm. he helped us a lot with a lot of yeah, stuff that great. we didn't know about. We hadn't been in the studio really before, so yeah, uh, yeah, he was awesome. He and uh, and then his engineer Patrick were uh, were helping us out a ton. Mm-hmm. But yeah, Andy was great. He uh, just helped us with arrangements a ton and. Uh, I mean, I think we were ready going into the studio as a band. Um, if we did it maybe three months earlier, we wouldn't have been ready. Right. Mm-hmm. But uh, we've improved so much after that that uh, like he helped us so much with that. Because we tried to, this album is pretty much, we tried to make it as live as we could. Mm-hmm. Um, hopefully it comes off that way. And we just, we played together. Um, there's, there's very few, over, I mean, there are overdubs, but we try to keep them as minimum. Good. Um, as possible and we tried to not no we didn't do any yeah no, we didn't do any auto tuning or anything good, like good that we tried to keep it make it sound like a live yeah. record Actually, um, all, almost I think all the lead vocals are all the lead and harmony there might oh, there's a there's, couple there's like two or three uh, third harmonies we put on but otherwise right. it's just yeah that's cool we went that's where and we he went. was and Andy was totally in favor of doing that and he, it was fun to do and I'm glad we did it that way yeah, and it sounds like you went in with the pretty much the band rehearsed and ready to go. You mm-hmm. just sort of like, yeah, I have we, this kind of new song we're yeah, going to try out, yeah. and we're going to pay for 10 hours of time and see if we can figure it out. No, we wouldn't have done yeah, that. We, yeah, we had a show like a couple of days before yeah. that that was a kind of a big show for us, and mm-hmm. so we just kind of decided to combine the, the two things together. Just smart. It's funny yeah. that we didn't really know, I mean, at least I didn't really know what to expect at all going in there. I didn't know we'd come out with a full-length album mm-hmm. at all. I we were like going in. We were thinking like maybe we can do five or six songs or right. something, like a nice EP or something. Yeah, and yeah. we're like, let's just write out ten, and if we can do ten, then yeah. that'd be great. And then we somehow managed to do ten. So yeah, it's pretty cool that we were able to do that. Nice, a lot of fun. Yeah. Well, I like what you sent me. I heard most of the tracks you sent me. I think it's pretty much the album and mm-hmm. streaming. Yeah. It, yeah. it really came out nice. Thank you. Yeah, he does. Yeah. He does great work over there, and we have a pretty awesome band. 
we're we're real proud of it. We're happy with it. Good. So what's next? Wait, with the release parties next week, which I won't get this up in time, but I will get it up at mm. some point. So uh, well, the we're right now we're just gearing up for this this uh, release party. We're we're just earlier today we uh we got our kick drum um with our logo on it. Nice. And uh, we're getting posters up. Um, after that, we're we're playing. We got a few things coming up this mm-hmm. summer. Just shows around. You can check our website out yeah. for that kind of Which stuff. Which is coffisbrothers.com. So what's up? C o f f i s brothers.com. Uh, we got Crate Place in July. We got uh, heading up to Mountain View and Redwood City in July for um, Coffee yeah. Place. But yeah, Crate Place is kind of a big one. Yeah. yeah. Then unfortunately, our guitar player leaves uh, at the end of August, so he'll be back to. More duo and trio stuff. Down yeah, but that's yeah. that's still fun. Yeah. We just we just don't can't really charge a ten dollar ticket for that. But <laughs> <laughs> sure you can. Yeah. That's all right. We still have fun doing that, and uh, I don't, maybe we'll uh, we we have a ton of material, so we want to get back in the studio as soon as possible. Just not sure when. Yeah. And cool. we just came out with this, so might not do that right away, but at some yeah. point we definitely will. It's got legs. It's it's it's, it's a brand new. So you right. Yeah. Play this for a yeah. while, let people find out about it. Mm-hmm. Send it out. And, Start mealing out CDs and do, yeah. you, do you know me? Do Can you like me? And yeah. all that kind of thing. radio stations and yeah. stuff. Yeah, we're 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 working hard. I we uh we have a lot of free time right now, kind mm-hmm. of. Um, so we're devoting it all towards you know music stuff. Good. Yeah. So yeah, that's that's what's in sight right and now. And spring's here finally, so you can actually yeah. get out and play a little exactly. bit. And, yeah. yeah, somehow we managed to always play during big storms. So hopefully this <laughs> unbelievable luck yeah. with the weather the last like six. For example. Months. Uh, so we had Redwood Mountain Fair, which was, I mean, as close to a disaster as it can get. Yeah. Well, not really. It was okay. I was in the barn where it wasn't raining, but it was surrounded by mud. The, yeah. The mud outside. Yeah. 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 We, we played Clouds a couple months earlier, and that, that was probably the, the worst one. Where uh, I don't know if we really did play Clouds. Yeah. <laughs> we, we had a, we had a, you uh, intended to play Clouds, yes. you showed up. We had a band there, and it was storming that night, or whatever. We had a pretty good crowd turnout, and then like as soon as we were going to go on, the power went out. Uh, and uh, we tried to do it acoustic with a guitar, upright bass, and drums. It just wasn't and fortunately, working. our friends are awesome, and they stuck around and, and, and uh, listened. And kind yeah. of, we just kind of tried to play a sing-along song. So people told me they had fun. I didn't have that much fun. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> but it, you know, yeah, that was yeah. that was the one. And then before that, we were at Don Quixote's in uh, December when a giant storm, tree down in Boulder Creek, preventing people from coming to the yeah. show, and just. <laughs> Yeah, uh, Don is literally leaking <laughs> in like three or four different places. But I guess that's why we're the mountain man. So. <laughs> yeah, that's true. You think it could be well? You know, I think this year any place you play probably would get killed by a storm. Yeah, yeah. You know, I don't think it's you. I think it's the yeah. year. <laughs> yeah, we try to act like we're victims or something. Right. Really, it's, it's just not our fault. Winter. Really, it's not our fault. Just living in Ben Lomond for yeah. Yeah, true. should be used to it. Yeah. Very true. Cool. You want to play something? You got a guitar? Sure. Yeah, I can. I don't. I'm not good at talking about songs. <laughs> I wrote it, uh, and now this is how we play it. Uh, we'll just go just acoustic guitar here. Okay.
Facebook to have a to release a single and see what our you know our friends and fans wanted yeah. to be the single and that came in a very close second I think to uh, Love on My Side it was it was a pretty good race yeah but if you want to go check out the, our single you can go to coffeesbrothers.com and you get a free download of Love on My Side nice among cool. some other um, live K-Pig stuff that oh. we just put up and perhaps by the time this is up we may be like there might be even more up online for free. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, that, that, that song's got a great, a really nice chord progression too. Thanks. Yeah, um, that, I don't know. I kind of just came up, came up on it somehow. I got lucky, I guess. But cool. That's a fun one. And so folks can find you at coffeesbrothers.com with two Fs. And uh, that's right. Cool. Yeah. And congrats on the new record. Thank the you. The first much. record. That's, that's the first. The first. Hopefully, of many. Hopefully, I think at so. least a few. Yeah. yeah. Hope. Hopefully I have more than two. Yes. (laughs) Talk to you soon. Thanks, guys. Thank you. Once again, Jamie and Kellen Coffes of the Coffes Brothers and the Mountain Men. That last track there was In My Dreams, which is the closing track off their debut release, which was produced again by Andy Zensack of Gadget Box Studios in Santa Cruz, California, earlier this year. And you can find the Coffes Brothers at coffisbrothers.com c-o-f-f-i-s brothers you can and you can find gadget box studios if you're interested 
at gadgetbox.net and you can find links to all this stuff at my website. You can also find the Conference Brothers live again um, on October 22nd on Saturday as part of the Celebrate Harvest Festival at Skull Winery in Scotts Valley, California. It'll be Jamie Kellen and I think a bass player. Uh, me and our band will be there, the Michael Gaither Band, along with Rob Hastings and the Babby R. Scott Band. So we're going to have a, a lot of fun at a place that I've grown really, really fond of. Um, that winery is one of the first places I really played as me, oh, I think eight years ago or so, something like that. And Nett and David Hunt run the place and own it, and they're just wonderful people. It's a great place to hang out, have some wine, bring a picnic. It's kid-friendly. There's dogs running around. It's just a really nice place up in the Santa Cruz Mountains. So you can find all of that at uh, michaelgaither.com on my show's page. You can find Skull Winery at skovwinery.com. And again, the Coffice Brothers at coffisbrothers.com. Uh, one, click, one quick audio note there. Uh, you all know that I'm kind of an animal person. We happen to be a uh, bird and dog sitting during this interview and I had no idea that uh, my nifty little Edderall recorder would pick up Bella's bird sounds so well and I was going to cut them out but it was always when Jamie or Carolyn were saying something really interesting so I hope you didn't mind the natural ambience of my home but next time I'll cover up the bird so once again this is Michael Gaither and this has been Songs and Stories episode number 112 I appreciate your time Coming up on the next episode, next on the next episode, I'm stuck with birds now. On the next episode, on the next episode of Songs and Stories, we'll stay on this brother harmony kind of theme, and we'll be talking with Alex and Ben Morrison of the San Francisco bluegrass band, the Brothers Comatose, my new favorite band, or one of my new favorite bands. Uh, Alex and I, or actually Ben and I, have been trying to do an interview for literally a, a year and a half since they played. Uh, the Redwood Mountain Fair last year. So we finally got together this year up at the American River Music Festival. And um, we talked before their, actually talked after their main stage set and uh, had a great time. And I also got some, some, some audience comments about their dance party the night before. They're just a really fun band. And they're, again, they've got the Brothers Harmony thing going on. So I don't think it'll be a nice thing to tag this one with. And then coming up, I'm going to talk with some more local people, but I'll talk about those in the next episode, which will not be two months from now. It'll be probably uh, probably two or three weeks or so. So if you are local, we hope to see you at Sco Winery on October 22nd. And I wanted to thank... Uh, Jamie and Kellen one last time for, uh, for coming down to the house and uh, chatting with me for a while and chatting for you and thank you for your time whether you cut this on my website up in iTunes or if you're listening back east on KC Cafe Radio or Grateful Dread Radio really appreciate your time we'll talk to you next time on Songs and Stories take care <laughs>